In a universe where life does not end at death, we explore the infinite possibilities forged by our very minds. Welcome to our Theodian Anthologies. Greetings, fellow travelers and storytellers. Welcome to the Arthadian Anthologies podcast, where I, MS Arthadian, dive into the ever-expanding universe I'm developing and the deeper meaning behind it all. The first pillar introduced to the core realms was the harborer. Now, with the expansion of the command colonies, societies look to the harborer for guidance as to how to design their infrastructure and industries. From this, we look to the capital environments and how they've progressed, over the 16 millennia the realms have been around. First, we must define what a capital environment is. Just like that of a nation, they have capitals where the central authority is located. However, when it comes to the foundation region, a capital is seen as the makeup of a society's cultural identity. What goes into these identities are the following attributes, architecture, language, entertainment, fashion, and records. These attributes help shape the environment wherever the capital is located, hence the term capital environment. The goal of these environments is to be open to change as time moves on. Obviously, this openness comes with a downside as some societies can shift to a more authoritarian nature. However, this can be uprooted through the alliance if proper measures are taken in a timely manner. If a threat is not taken seriously, then the Alliance has a higher chance at failure, which can result in conflict. You already have a general sense of some of the capital environments. The most notable of them are Vosador and Vo Estevez, being as though they are where the Alliance is helmed on the harbor. You can check out entry 22 of this podcast for more on Vosador and the Alliance. On the other hand, there are the other capital environments that I want to focus on, in particular, Vokraya and Vo'aro. We'll start with Vo'aro, as it was founded 25 cycles after the reset. When a new capital environment is being established, it tends to mean there are talks amongst the Senate and a notable society that is looking to colonize on the harbor or one of the open command colonies. In Vo'aro's case, the society happened to be the Rin Empire, helmed by Emperor Zan and his plasmatic knights. Since the Rin Empire is located in the Nebulae Convergence, Senator Arcasio Vos sent his son to handle the negotiations of this deal. The Rin Empire is seen as an interstellar civilization, able to defend itself against the likes of the Sphore Infinite and greater threats that lurk in the Cosmic Realm. Its military is less about firepower and more so about the plasmatic traditions, being compared to how the Runeforgers guard the core. Due to this, the Senate felt it was time to open up the harbor to new ways in which the Foundation could be defended. This resulted in the beginning construction of Vo'aro in Cycle 25 and didn't finish until Cycle 29. Once completed, the Rin Expanse began in Cycle 30. No one knew how big it would become until several decades later, when around 30% of the command colonies built capital environments for the Rin Empire. The deal allowed for the Empire to expand further and have a greater voice in the Foundation region, becoming an extraplanar civilization in the process. The Alliance gained a new defense strategy as well as an open network for refugees to be sent from the Rin colonies in the Nebulae Convergence to the Pillars. 
Over the next few entries, I'll be diving deeper into the Ven Empire and the Plasmatic Knights, so keep a close lookout for those as we move forward through this anthology. As for Vo'aro itself, the capital environment is listed as fourth in line of the best environments to settle in amongst the Foundation region. Its populace ranges from the alien axis of the Chosen Codex, with Prime being the majority since the Harborer is home to the Taunist, and with the Plasmatic Knights safeguarding all denizens from within, as well as the Rin Tower charging a planetary shield, Vo'aro is sought after as one of the best places to live. Moving forward, we take a look back at when the Harborer was first debuting. Capital environments were more like nation-states at this time. It wasn't until Vosador was founded that they shifted, but before that shift, the two superpowers that ran the Harborer before the Convergence were Vo'Rogar and Vo'Kraya. Vo'Rogar fell before the core converged due to many circumstances that led to the collapse. As for Vo'Kraya, it was able to weather the aftermath due to its society consisting of Newgonians. Being able to live for centuries on end allows for further planning and preparation. This is how Vokraya has been able to stand for well over 16 millennia, but even with its longevity, the reset changed everything. Starting out, Vokraya was assisted by the Runeforgers right after Vosador and Voestevez. The Nugonian leaders knew something was wrong at the time, but couldn't quite place a finger on it. For them, they were going through the reset with a better grasp on their surroundings. Everything was familiar while also being foreign to them. They knew their own names but had forgotten what it was that brought them there in the first place. This actually helped the effort on the Runeforge's part to getting Vokraya back on track. Within Vokraya, there are three cities circling around the capital of Krato, which is the epicenter of Nugonian life on the pillars. The three cities, Igez, Ingor, and Nizel, are all home to a plethora of races, all seeking a lifestyle on the same level as that of the Nugonians. Many believed that if near them, they could recover quicker from their fragmentation due to their proximity. You could say this belief is an odd one, as it generated preconceived notions that a Nugonian's brain is a healing agent. From this, there were some Nugon that were turned off by the ploys made by less intelligent folk. There was even one that became radicalized by this behavior, so much so that he began proclaiming that this idiocy was right for the wrong reasons. That Nugonians are vastly superior mentally, and that his people have lost their path due to this reset. His name being Montezelic. He didn't quite gain a following until several decades later, as he began espousing a zealotry for the Allfather and bringing many Nugonians over to his side. Eventually, he created what has become known as the Zelic Dynasty and is aiming to create a stronger military presence within Vokraya. This would be fine if his people weren't subjugating other races to inequality and discrimination. You can learn more about this dynasty from the Diamond Mind Codex entry at ArthadianAnthologies.com. Now, the dynasty has complete control over all of Vokraya and has seats in the Senate. There are even rumors that they are looking to expand out into the command colonies in order to gain a larger military presence to potentially take out the pillars. But these are just rumors. In the end, capital environments are built to sustain societies of all kinds, but the aim is to build a better culture that revolves around the core tenets of peace, protection, and prosperity. Thank you.
thank you for listening to this entry. Next week, I'll be diving into the Plasmatic Knights and their role within the Rin Empire, as well as the Foundation region. Once again, if you'd like to support my work, there are a few ways you could donate. You can check out subscribestar.com slash anthologies. You can also support this podcast through leaving a tip on Anchor. There should be a link in the description of this episode. But in the end, the best way you can support my work is through joining ArthadianAnthologies.com and sharing it with your friends for new ways to entertain themselves and immerse themselves. Until then, thank you again for your support. Be safe. Stay safe. And if death comes to you, may you be reborn in power. <laughs>